Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, everyone. Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO. Hope you guys are having a phenomenal morning. We got started just a little late because the radio station wasn't accepting the host keys. So, you know, it's crazy when things happen, so we just switched to a backup plan. And uh, thank goodness that we have different technologies, you know, whether it's a landline or or whether it's a mobile phone, doesn't really matter. You just got to keep cranking and keep kicking, and that's what we're doing. Hey, you know, this this last couple of, of shows, we've been focusing in on not just not just success. I mean, success is kind of a broad word. I personally believe everyone everyone really has a different definition. I mean, it's not like we can't go to the dictionary and find a definition of success. But when you get right down to it, what I might see success as or what you may see success as is going to be different. The, 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 the scenario, though, the common denominator, if you will, is that there are certain things that must take place. There are certain, I don't know, I guess we can call them natural laws that have to be in play, and when they're not, you won't be successful. And one of them is trustworthiness. How, how can you, as an individual, gain unbreakable trust with others? I think I think overall that's the key. We go through life, and as most of you guys know, I mean, I'm a, I really do try to live by a, a pretty conservative faith, and I use the Bible a lot as my as my springboard, if you will, as my benchmark. And we don't get into rah rah sessions on these calls, but one of the one of the scriptures that I remember reading, and I believe it's in Solomon, was, "Hey, there's seasons in life." Actually, it wasn't Solomon; it was in uh, the the. Uh, book of Ecclesiastes, and, it, and, it's, and it's interesting because I think Bob Dylan even wrote a song about it. There's a season in life that we go through, and sometimes we look at friendships that we have, we look at relationships that we have, and when they disappear, we say, oh, well, it's just a new season of life, but it shouldn't have to be that way. When we look back, we hear people talk about their childhood friends, lifelong buddies, or, or women and men who have been married forever. And we wonder, why can't that happen to me? We see business partners that have not just created the world we live in today, but they've gone on to be be lifelong friends. So why is it that when on our journey to success, we try to build relationships and they fall apart? And I think the reason is trust. Trust is the foundation of all relationships, personal or business. And trying to create that, Trying to to build relationships that will last, we have to overcome something, and it's called the I've been screwed syndrome. It's where we've gone through life, somebody's hurt us, and now we put up these internal barriers. Sometimes they're even subliminal. We don't even realize we have them. And it's, it's a matter of, well, I'm going to screw them before they screw me, or I'm going to get out of the relationship before they can screw me. And that's, and that's how we go through life. Because of this limiting belief, because of this, this subliminal message sometimes that we give ourselves, it's really hard for us to build that success journey that we're looking for. All of a sudden we realize, hey, I thought I was on a journey of success, and now I find out I'm just out taking a walk by myself. And I don't know about you, but it sucks when that happens. I went through a scenario last year where I covered a very large controversial company that had hit the direct selling industry hard. 
several times throughout the process of covering this story, trying to help this company become as, as legit and bulletproof as they could be, people misinterpreted my stance on things. When this company was shut down by the SEC as a Ponzi, there were all kinds of people that wanted to come out and say, I told you so. There were people that would come out and say, your credibility is now ruined. There's other people that said, get out of direct selling. But I knew in my heart that what I'd been doing was right. And because I continued on covering the story, looking at the facts, talking to people, the trust that I had built up inside of the direct selling industry, the network marketing profession, with some very high-end key people, never faltered. They understood, based on our relationship, based on the trust that I had built with them, that I wasn't out here trying to accomplish my own agenda. Now, it wasn't easy, and I want you all to know that. It's tough, because anytime you get criticism, you've got to look at that criticism and say, is, is the criticism worthy of a response? Is, is that criticism, does it have an ounce of truth in it? And I believe that it does. But I believe because I do do my best to walk my walk, let my character shine through, if you will, that that continued us down a road that we have we have gone on today to where we even have new clients, and some of them are our investment funds, some of them are our high-end investors that have come to us and said we'd like to to use you and your company for analytical advice. And I'm not I'm not saying this, guys. I understand to toot my own horn. I'm I'm saying it because. What people see, people that we don't even realize are watching us, and in this case, several people were watching, obviously. The one thing that seemed to shine through to them was that I was, I was true to what I was preaching. I was true, if you will, to the words that I was saying. And when they saw that, when they went back and read things on my blog, when they went back and watched videos, when they watched where I did have to apologize in a couple of cases for, for getting the facts wrong, they they looked at that. And sadly, as we go through our, our life, as we work toward success, there are many times we will we will see different uh belief systems, if you will, and I'm not gonna say that they're wrong, but I would question the the logical conclusion is that they say, you know, don't don't apologize for things, just try to cover it up. Don't don't talk about the negative, cover it up. Don't don't engage with critical thinkers, cover it up. And you can't do that. In in today's world where we live in, in nanosecond blips on the Internet, I mean, 140 characters on Twitter can kill a person. We, we've seen what happens there. A, a, a six-second video can turn a campaign around. I mean, there's sound bites. So there's certain things that we have to do, that we have to look at. And the number one thing that I want you guys to, to focus on today, this is all this show is going to be about in the next 25 minutes or so, is the number one thing to build trust, and that's your character. See, if your character is flawed, and, and I'm not, you know, listen, I'm not saying that you're a bad person. I'm just saying we all go through life. We all have these upbringings. As you guys have heard me talk about many times, Tom Halp, who wrote a, a wonderful book on winning the greater game of life and, and has a wonderful trainer, is one of my mentors, and helped me break through some of these limiting beliefs just a little a little over three years ago. 
as I started to realize, character is the, the key. You cannot have situational ethics, if you will. You can't have your character change. You have to look at what your baseline is. What do I believe in? What, what am I willing to fight for? What am I willing to stand true to? And then you move forward from there. And when you do that and the people around you know that you have a solid foundation, then guess what happens? Trust starts to be built. Yesterday on the show, I told you one of the things that I learned when I was, uh, was active in the Marine Corps, once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine, but when I was active, is that respect is given. Trust is earned. And that kind of goes uh, that goes against, in some cases, uh, at least half of uh, half of the people probably listening to this radio show. Because if you're born in the South, respect is something that you're lear- you, you learn from the time that you were, you were born. But in other parts of the country, well, even in some parts of the South, there's nothing about respect. People will tell you you've got to earn my respect, and I, I didn't, that's a myth. If you want people to treat you with respect, then you just automatically treat them res- with respect. It, it's kind of a play on the golden rule, if you will. And that's what I do all the time in, in building businesses. Now, I'm, I haven't built a, a field force since 2009. Uh, now we, we do different things with companies. We work at companies with a high level, obviously. But it all goes to the same. The, the respect has to be there. And when I was building an, an affiliation, when I was building a large organization, our last organization was, was with uh, Invisus Direct. It was one of the things that we did was we always treated people as if they were the greatest people under the sun. When they joined the team and they started kicking it up and they said, look, we, we're going to do something here, we praised them, so let's go do it together. Now, if all they were were talk and and – two or three months down the road, they still hadn't accomplished anything, then we'd show a little bit of tough love and say, you know, that all sounds good, but right now it's just talk. And and we really focused in on what can we do to help them break out of their comfort zone, move forward, you know. And if they showed a lack of character, if they showed a reason not to be respected as if they came in and then left and then tried to raid the downline, then obviously we had to cut ties. And and I'm focusing in now on the home business arena with with this because that's what most of the people here that are listening. So what is it? How can you start to build your character? What is it that every person, for that matter, should be doing to build their character? And again, I'm not talking about character based on my value system. I'm talking about character based on your value system. Now, if you don't have a value system, then we probably this probably isn't the right show for you, and we need to go back and start looking at values. Um, But number one, write this down. Number one, character is more than talk. See, anyone can talk about how they have integrity, how they have ethics, but action is the real indicator. Now, we talked yesterday a little bit, and I mentioned an iceberg. Tim Elmore, one of my just longtime friends and somebody that I believe is a a thought uh, leader in, in raising up young leaders, if you will, he talks about in his trainings, an iceberg. 10% of the iceberg is above the waterline. You can see it. Some icebergs are small at the top, some are large. But 90% of the iceberg is underwater. You cannot see it. Same thing rings true with your character, with your integrity level. 10% is above the water. It's what people see when you're in front of them. 
90% is what people don't see that you live by. It's when they can't see who you are. It's when you're 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 in private or when you're when you're not thinking you can get caught at something. And that's it. And I see this a lot. And you guys know I love direct sales, but listen to this. I see this a lot when people go out of their way to build a business, whether they're a CEO or in the field. They overpromise and then they underdeliver. And then they turn around and say, well, you just misunderstood what I was saying. No, you have a lack of, of a baseline for your ethics because you have to be everything. There's no such thing as I have business ethics and then I have personal ethics. I treat my wife different than I treat other women. I treat my kids different than I do the, the, the teenagers at spring break that I see on the streets. And I live on an island, and right now spring break is going rampant. Um, but that's not. When you have character, when you're building something, then no matter if it's under the water where people can't see it or it's above the waterline, you are the same person day in and day out. Now, just like everybody else, I screw this up all the time. You know, you, you try to walk your walk, you're busting your butt, you're doing everything, and then you find out, man, I said something here, and that's going to be taken wrong, or, or I made a promise, I'm not going to be able to deliver on it. Okay, don't hope they forget. Call up the person that you're talking to or the organization and say, you know what, i got to tell you, I, I got that wrong. I remember a few years ago, I had a, a, a very good resource call me up and said, Troy, Eric Warhe and and Randy Gage just quit Agile. Now, this is a resource that has never let me down. So I quickly did a breaking news story. Eric Warhe and Randy Gage leave Agile. Well, guess what? That was half right. Eric Warhe had left Agile. He was out doing something else. He was happy with, with what he was doing. But the dilemma to it was Randy Gage was actually at that moment on stage at their national convention speaking and he had to call me, and, and actually it was through, through his good friend, Art Jonak, who has my cell phone, and he texted me and said, Troy, you got that wrong. Okay, I could have just let it drop and say, oh, my gosh, look where I screwed up. Instead, what I did was I did a quick video and said, I got that half wrong. It was a re resource that we've always trusted. The info was not right. I should have called Randy directly and asked him, and I didn't. But Randy Gage has not left Agile. matter of fact, he's still there today. A year after that, this had bugged me so much. A year after that, I was on stage with Randy, and I was able to, in public, I mean, we were standing there. I said, Randy, I have to apologize to you for screwing up. Now, he's laughing. you got to know Randy Gage. He's laughing. Troy, it's not a big deal. But for me, for over a year, it had been a big deal because I had failed in in holding true to the standard of excellence. And it's because I want my character to be more than just talk. And you have to do the same thing. If you really want to succeed, no matter how large or how little that success is, whether it's monetary or in a relationship, whether it's business or personal, you have to do more than just talk. The second thing that I want us to look at in, in this is that talent, your personal talent is a gift. That's something that you're going to be talented in that I'm not but character is a choice. Talent is a gift. Character is a choice. You can be the greatest salesman in the world, 
but if you don't have character, it isn't going to last long. You're going to overpromise, underdeliver. You're going to have all the great numbers coming in. You'll probably be the number one recruiter for for your company. They're, they're, you're just going to be. It's going to be great. You're going to have all the front end sales numbers. But 30 days down the road, you're going to see product being shipped back. You're going to be see, seeing people quit. They're going to stop answering the phone. It's going to cause a problem. So you and I both know we can't control a lot of things in life. We don't get to choose our parents. There's a good one. I mean, all of us go through life thinking, good Lord, why'd you give me these parents? That's sometime in our life, everybody. I don't, I, you know, that's just the way life is. We don't get to select the location or the circumstances of our birth. We, we don't get to decide, hey, this is the kind of parents that I'm going to have. They're going to be financially independent. Uh, I, I mean, we're just going to own the whole world. I'm, I'm going to have the greatest nurses, the best doctors. I'm going to automatically just come out. I'm going to come out screaming and be the smartest baby that ever walked. We don't get to do that. We don't get to guarantee that our parents aren't real jerks and beat us all the time. We don't We don't get to decide what, what happens in life most of the time. Yet, how we decide to respond to it, the character that we show through the situations, make a big difference. We don't get to pick the talents or, or our IQs. I mean, we just are naturally gifted at certain things. Now, I've, I truly believe I have been blessed, and I've watched each of my boys get traits and, and talents from their mom and dad. But I can, I can go and, and cut a business deal and work as a mediator and, and negotiate conclusions to certain situations, and then I can come home, as I did this week, and literally set up my workbench and, and cut beadboard and, and make my wife's living room the way she wants it. My boys, two of my boys had come in, and, and they literally had ripped out the carpet while I was gone the last two weeks, laid wood floors in the house, and then I'm finishing it up. The fun thing about me sharing this is that my boys are also in the different businesses that I'm in. So they, they like Dalton runs a blog and he goes, travels the country and, and, and does uh, shows and, and reviews products. Josh works for a network marketing company and, and it's, and, but yet they are capable of working on their cars, working in, in, in with their hands. It's a talent. It's something that they grew up in. The IQ that they had, I believe, is partially due to the fact that their mom helped them. But they did not get this choice. This wasn't something that just, aha, happened. It was a gift. It's something God just gave them. It's in the DNA. And that's a cool thing. But when it comes to our character, how we interact with the world, that's a choice that we get to do. We can either wallow in self-pity in every situation that we go through and say, life sucks. Or we get to pick ourselves up and dig ourselves out and work through the hard situations without bending the truth and taking a stand. That's the important part. Have you ever heard the phrase, hey, that person can be bought? And then there's other times you've heard the phrase, and it doesn't matter what you throw at that person, I guarantee you money's not going to be the object. They're going to they're speak their mind. I don't know about you, but I'd rather have people know that I can speak my mind. Every contract I sign with a client, although the, the, the final deals are all separate and are all unique, one thing that remains the same is, is the definition of a disparaging comment. 
because so many times when you're dealing with companies, you get to see under the hood. You get to know what's going on. But in my contract, it's very clear. If there's an issue that is a public issue based on facts, and I'm discussing that issue, even if you're one of my clients, then that's not going to be seen as a disparaging comment because when there's people that falter, we're going to cover it. I've had people not become clients because of that, and I've had others say that's exactly what we want. We want to be held accountable too. So you have to live not just by talking the talk, but you've got to walk the walk. And that's not just a cliche. It's just you can see it throughout life. Third thing we've got to look at is character brings lasting success with people. It is the one common denominator. You can, you can lack talent. You can lack articulation and not be able to speak in public. You can do all of this stuff. But if you do not have character, then you will not have lasting success with people. See, true leaders always involve others. They talk to them. They surround themselves with great counselors. They focus in on where they're going and what they're doing. They do not just allow themselves to think they know everything. And I tell you what, if you're leading people, then you have to be able to lead people who will have trust in you. You don't want to just create followers. You want to you want to be able to create constituents that become peers. They've got to be able to understand your character may be flawed at times, but you will do everything to fix those flaws, flaws to glue them up. If you ask forgiveness when you when you screw up, they will follow you. They will continue to follow you. And one day they will be on stage or they will be writing a book or they will be teaching others and they'll say, this came from one of the greatest leaders I ever met. And they will share that with you. And the last thing that I want us to look at today is people cannot rise above the limitations of their character. If you have character flaws, if you have low standards or, or, or questionable ethics, Here's what's going to happen. It's going to show. You can be the most talented person in the world. We've seen this. We've seen great actors and actresses, business people, pastors, preachers, priests who were talented and they fell. I remember a couple when I was growing up that I just I just thought were the greatest people. They were called poetic psalmists, and they would come into the church and they would sing they would sing scriptures. I mean, it was it was really bizarre and weird. But they also had this gift. They could, what what in in my culture they called prophesying, and they could share with you what the what the spirit of God was laying on their heart. And they would call people out and say, "This is a message from the Lord to you." We feel. I thought they were great people. The problem is one the the husband of this couple had a huge flaw. Now he was married to one of the rough, sexiest women I've ever seen. I mean, she was just beautiful, long brunette hair, a gorgeous build, wonderful gal, soft spirit. But that wasn't enough because he had a character flaw. And he had a problem staying faithful to her. He would go out and visit adult establishments, would, would have affairs, would do all this stuff. And as, as, as I studied that, because I lost track of him for a long time, I, I finally found him. I called him on the phone. I said, hey, man, just wanted to see what was happening, what was going on. And, and he started talking to me about all the failure and, 
and and all the crap that had gone through and and how he and his wife were still together, but he didn't believe the way he used to believe. And I thought, wow. His whole career had fallen apart. I mean, literally, he, he, he was not doing anything at all. And I thought, this is so sad. And it all became a, a character deal. He, he didn't feel like really he had done anything wrong. Uh, his wife just didn't understand him. And I don't know if that's from arrogance, from 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 something else, but as I started looking at that, I started realizing something. That no matter what it is, no matter what leader we look at, it, it can be in the in the spiritual realm, it can be in the um, it can be in the business world, it can be in anything, politics. When good men and women fall, it's because people cannot rise above the limitations of their character, and if they have character flaws, their success will be self sabotage. There's uh, Steve Burgess, who happens to be with the Harvard Medical School. He's also the author of The Success Syndrome. Wrote something that I thought was very interesting. He said, people who achieve great heights but lack the bedrock character to sustain them through the stress that they'll go through. He believes that they are destined for one of more, they are, excuse me, they are, they are he believes they are, destined for one of one or more of the four of the following four arrogance the pain of feeling an aloneness destructive adventure seeking or adultery and when you look at the top leaders in the world today we actually see where he's right if you look at leaders like uh, uh Sir Richard Bronson over at Virgin or you look at uh, the guy that runs uh, Oracle um you see these guys are constantly out seeking adventure that could kill him. Matter of fact, Richard Bronson, I think, has crashed in his balloons three or four times. You know, it's it's amazing. We see guys like like um, old Donald Trump, who comes across in a very arrogant feeling. We see people in Hollywood like Marilyn Monroe who committed suicide out of loneliness. And it's too many countless people to talk about who have fallen into adultery. All of them seeking success, but they were limited by their own character. And as we close out today, today, I want you to think about this. If you're headed towards success, then focus 100% on making sure that your character, that your, that your value system, that you're walking your walk. Because if you walk your walk, then I guarantee you, success will catch up with you. But you've got to stand firm. So examine yourself today. See where you're going. Folks, thanks for hanging out. This is Troy, the Beachside CEO. You can check out the website, beachsideceo.com. You can also listen to us daily, twice a day, on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive power radio. Bye now.